G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. And joining us on the line today is Lyle Shelton, formerly from the Australian Christian Lobby and formerly from the Australian Conservatives. Welcome along, brother. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Matt. So how do I introduce you? What's your title these days, mate? Uh, I think just concerned citizen, a bloke with a Twitter handle and a Facebook page. <laughs> uh, I'm sure... Still, still trying to work out what I do when I grow up. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're going to continue, uh, you know, being a part of public life in Australia. I see you in the media and on social media quite a bit still. Uh, is there any big announcements you can make? Is anything happening, you know? Is you've been poached by anyone, you know? No, not really. No, it's all um, fairly low-key. Um, okay. Look, I'm, I'm very thankful. I've got some, uh, some good work. I'm doing... Um, a couple of days a week helping a Queensland state MP, uh, Dr. Mark Robinson, the member for Uduru down in the Cleveland area of yep. uh, Brisbane. So that's just um, a couple of days. Uh, that keeps me in touch with uh, politics, and I really enjoy supporting Mark. And then I'm just doing three days a week uh, consultancy, uh, which again keeps me engaged uh, on the edges of uh, politics. Um, it's involved with good people and and all the causes that I've been associated with over the years. So um, it's a less of a public role at this stage, but um, that's where I am, and um, I'm very thankful for that. And just looking to see what uh, opens up in the medium to long term. That's great, Mark. Well, great to hear you working with Mark Robertson. He's a good friend of ours here at Vision and uh, a great man of God standing up for righteousness in our nation. So good to hear you got that connection. And uh, I still reckon you'll be Prime Minister one day. Is that still on the card? You know? <laughs> I don't know about that, Matt, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Look, uh, look I, I remain very committed to being involved in, in all the causes, uh, obviously for Christian values and for conservative values in this nation. But I really just have to trust the Lord to see uh, what the next door that opens up. Uh, is um, I'm thankful for the opportunities I've got now, and um, it's a good period just to take stock. And uh, I'm not in a hurry, and I don't think God's in a hurry. Yeah, that's true, mate. And the last time you and I were hanging out was a a combined church prayer gathering at Suncorp Stadium where we were walking around the stadium praying, and then we had a big combined church uh, prayer night that night with uh, denominational leaders, and Margaret Court was there, and Warwick Marsh, well, on the the Zoom device they were were joining in. And uh, I think we walked around the stadium four times together, mate, and I think we solved all the world's problems in our prayer time. Would you agree? Uh, Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) That was a great night. Um, That uh, event, I thought, was really significant for the city of Brisbane. Mm. There were significant local church leaders there as well, like uh, Pastor Wayne Alcorn. So, uh, look, I hope uh, good things come out of that in the future because we really need a united church uh, in prayer but also uh, in action as well. Wonderful, mate. Well, let's get down to business. Uh, Six months the Morrison government has been, uh, you know, in office now. What's your take on how it's been going? Look, I think um, overall, and this is putting my hat on as a, you know, outside political analyst um, observing from the cheap seats. But uh, look, I think um, they're doing very well. Uh, they're off to a really good start since the uh, May election. I think Scott Morrison's uh, public witness as a Christian, I think, is exemplary. Uh, and um, that was highlighted this week with the National Prayer Breakfast, the 30th National Prayer Breakfast in Canberra, where he spoke and spoke very eloquently about the place of prayer, 
uh, both in, in, in his personal life, uh, but also in the life of the nation. So I think all that augurs really, really well. I, I think um, there's significant challenges for the government. Um, obviously, religious freedom, um, energy, um, you know, the, the ongoing cultural wars against uh, marriage, family, freedom, uh, gender, uh, the, the right to life issues. All of these things are really significant challenges and unresolved. But uh, overall, I think Morrison's off to a good start. And I think he has the potential uh, to be uh, another John Howard uh, and put, you know, two or three uh, solid terms together and really set up a good base for our nation uh, in the future. Well, you know, it was a miracle when uh, ScoMo, you know, uh, you know, won against all odds, against all the news polls, you know, and we, we still look back at that and think, wow. You know, I, was, I remember on that election night I was settling in for a night of, oh, no, this is going to be a tough night. But uh, when those results started coming in, I, I still remember that, that feeling of euphoria, thinking, wow. God, you you are amazing. You've done something. This is a miracle, isn't it, you know? That's absolutely right, Matt. And um, whilst, you know, my fortunes didn't go so well as a Senate candidate for the Conservatives that night, uh, like you, I was um, uh, euphoric would probably be the right word. Um, well, perhaps not quite the right word. I'm very pleased, but also very relieved. Um, and relief is probably the, the key word because I think our nation dodged a bullet. Uh, Labor under Bill Shorten, uh, we're taking our nation in an extremely radical left direction and um, we have a breathing space for the next few years. And uh, I really think this is a very vulnerable time for our nation. It's not a time for us to sit back and think everything's OK. We've got a, a prime minister who's a Christian and good, solid conservative values in the in the lodge. Um, the forces that are at work in our culture and our politics are... I'd sad to say, are, are even more powerful than just one prime minister. There's obviously a spiritual dimension to it, but there's also um, obviously a very practical dimension. And um, I think this is where Scott Morrison needs a lot of prayer and where we as Christians need to remain vigilant and active because uh, there are forces that not even he can control. And what did you think about his US trip with Donald Trump? I mean, it was one of the first times that another world leader had been uh, so honoured and welcomed uh, in the US. And, you know, it was great to see that they would share a lot of similar values as well. What was your take on the US trip? Yeah, I watched that very uh, with great interest. I, I thought um, Morrison did a terrific job. I think he's handled the relationship with Donald Trump brilliantly. Uh, Australia in this uh, global world, whether we like it or not, uh, needs America for its uh, national security. Uh, we cannot defend ourselves against uh, countries like uh, China, and other forces. So we need the US alliance and uh, Morrison has um, further cemented that and that's been really important. I think Morrison also, along with uh, Donald Trump, sent uh, very clear messages to the United Nations. They both spoke at the UN General Assembly uh, a few days after that uh, enchanted evening in uh, Washington DC where Trump, Donald Trump put on a uh, state dinner uh, for Scott Morrison and his wife, Jenny. They spoke at the UN General Assembly and pushed back on the globalist agenda. They both uh, spoke uh, about the need for nation states to assert their identity, obviously cooperate globally, but not to be dominated by some sort of a global agenda and uh, run by unelected uh, bureaucrats out of New York and uh, Geneva. So I, I think that's been a really positive thing to push back on that globalist agenda that we're seeing both by Morrison and Trump. And it's certainly been fascinating to see the Christian support of Trump over the years. Uh, we know that uh, he's got a, a very uh, coloured past and, and all that's been in the media, and we know that the media has been very anti-Trump. 
but when you look at Mike Pence, uh, Vice President, when you look at all the pastors that are around him speaking into his life regularly, uh, he seems to be one of the most pro-Christian U.S. presidents that we've had in years. W- would you agree? There's no doubt uh, about that. I-, I think George W. Bush was obviously probably more pro-Christian, and, and he he did a lot of things in that space. He had his faith-based initiatives uh, to a- address poverty and the like. But there's no doubt that Donald Trump uh, has been a friend of evangelical Christians, despite his um, his, his past, uh, which is very colourful. Um, we must remember too, you know, and this is not to excuse Donald Trump in any way, but Bill Clinton's past was even worse than Trump's. Uh, there, there are credible rape allegations against Bill Clinton, but he gets a leave pass from the media. And I'm not suggesting Trump should get a leave pass, but um, he's certainly not in the league of Bill Clinton. Uh, but Trump, to his credit, um, has stood up and uh, defended uh, religious liberty. Uh, he's placed... Uh, incredibly um, strategic people on the U.S. Supreme Court where the big cases about freedom of religion, uh, right to life uh, are decided there in in their system. What he's done there will leave a legacy. Um, He's pushing back against uh, Planned Parenthood, that evil abortion provider which sells uh, baby parts for profits. Um, So he's he's working against them, hasn't done everything that we'd like, Uh, but certainly, you know, on the right track. And as you say, with Mike Pence there, a solid Christian um, we're in much better hands. And you only had to look at the um, debate between the um, Democratic presidential nominees last week on CNN, where um, they all said that they would um, cause religious freedom to be subservient to the LGBTIQ agenda. So they would take away tax concessions from uh, Christian charities and schools and, and the like, um, because they don't support gay marriage. Now, this is this is a really scary agenda, mm. and uh, there's plenty on the left in Australia who also support that. So, um, you know, it, it is good that we've got a Trump uh, in the White House. It's good that we've got a Morrison uh, in the lodge, uh, but um, there are dark storm clouds on the horizon, and we have to be vigilant and use this time where we've got conservative-leaning leaders uh, to to try and make sure we can um, future-proof ourselves. Mm, well said, Lyle. And let's turn our attention back to Australia for a moment. Of course, the uh, religious freedom discussion is an ongoing debate in our nation, and I heard the Attorney-General Christian Porter recently mention that there's the, the three groups that he's being lobbied uh, by, and he said the LB, L, LGBT uh, community, there's the... Christian community and then the, the church community and then there's the business community. And he said, we'll never make all three of them happy, but we're looking at all the different recommendations from all three. Uh, given that we are a fairly conservative government, do you think it's likely that the church will have a win on this or do you think the, the other two parties will, will uh, get to have their say in this? Uh, I think this issue has been handled very badly by the Morrison government. Um, this this is a mess that is a direct result of the of of a couple of things, but primarily the um, plebiscite to change the definition of marriage, which was pushed by many people in Scott Morrison's uh, government uh, and people that are close to him pushed this. And uh, I don't think um, we can ever unscramble the egg now. I think um, the promises that were made uh, by people who supported same-sex marriage, including the Yes campaign, that it would affect no one else's freedoms were lies, and um, what Christian Porter has put on the table does not go even close to restoring the pre-same-sex marriage freedoms uh, of speech, uh, of religion, uh, the freedom of Christian schools to hire staff who 
support the values of the, of the schools. I mean, we have a, a school now in Victoria as a direct result of same-sex marriage. Ballarat Christian College is being sued because a teacher there doesn't agree with the school's biblical view of marriage, and she wants the school to bend to her view of marriage because the law of the land is now on her side, not on the schools. Mm. Now, that is up to Scott Morrison to fix that. Um, the Liberal Party broke uh, this issue um, by, by caving into the demands of the LGBTIQ activists, uh, and uh, they, they need to find a way to fix it. But sadly, I don't think... And this is what I meant when I said earlier that there's, there's forces outside of Scott Morrison's control. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't hold a lot of hope that we can get a settlement on this that restores freedom. Well, it's certainly one to watch and uh, something we, we need to be praying for, Lyle. And, uh, mate, while we've got you today, uh, you know, we've been having a focus of 31 days of prayer and fasting for rain, repentance and renewal. And uh, every day we're getting different guests on to pray for those three things, rain, repentance and renewal in our nation. Uh, I know you're a man of prayer, Lyle. Would you lead us in a prayer? Uh, yeah, that would be a privilege, um, Matt. Um, Heavenly Father, we come to you um, out of a sense of uh, desperation for our nation. It's dry physically, it's dry spiritually, and there's much sin in this land which we know uh, brings contamination uh, to to people and to our land. And uh, Lord, we do want to repent for going the wrong way as a nation. Uh, as, as a church, Lord, we repent for going the wrong way and for not being the salt and light that we should have been. And uh, Lord, we just pray that you would uh, pour out your spirit upon our land. We pray that uh, our hearts would be directed back to you. Uh, and we pray, Lord, that we would see rain come upon this land and, and quench the dryness, uh, both physically and spiritually. And we ask this in the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, Lyle, it's always a privilege to catch up with you. And if people want to find out more, you've got a great little website, man. I've been having a look at it, lylesheltoncomau uh, And you can see some of the latest news there and some of uh, Lyle's uh, press uh, you know, uh, you, you've been on you're on Sky News a bit. Uh, you've been on uh, you've got some great blogs there. Uh, and if people want to be in contact, lyleshelton.com.au is that the best place? Yeah, that, that's great, Matt. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Good on you, mate. As uh, always, it's a pleasure catching up. Thanks for your time. Likewise. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.